What is up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Embrace. I'm your host, Sarah, and I want to do a little self-check-in or I want to do a little check-in with y'all today. Like, you know, take a moment if you're listening to this episode right now, if you're driving in your car, if you're on a walk, if you're at the gym, if you're kind of just chilling on the couch on a Saturday morning, whatever it is, like I want you to take some time to check in with yourself. Like, how are you doing today? Genuinely? Like, how is your heart today? You know, for me personally, my heart feels, you know, like, you know, that emoji, the red heart with like the little white tape around it. That's how it feels right now. And not like in a sad or negative way. It's just this time of year brings up so many emotions and I haven't quite pinpointed it yet. You know, like Christmas time specifically, I will say like 2020, like Christmas 2020 was really, really tough for me. And I think that was probably like one of like the lowest points in my life. And I think that probably lingers for me a little bit, but I don't know. There's something about this time of year that like is so joyful that it almost makes it sad. It's like, you know, something that like you don't want to end or it's just like it's a blissful time. You know, a lot of people, you know, can experience a lot of grief and a lot of loss and they're grieving, you know, the past because, you know, if you're kind of reading what what once was this time of year or a lot of people feel a lot of joy and I feel like I'm kind of in, in the limbo of that. I'm like in between that. But how is your heart today? How are you doing today? Like take a second to even write that down. Like pause this episode and just like brain dump. Like how is your mind? How is your heart? How is your body today? And do that self-check-in. Like make it a habit to check in with yourself like this. But diving into today's episode, I went to a really beautiful event this past weekend. So my business mentor, Kendall Strample, she owns WWBA, which is Wealthy Women's Business Academy. One of the best investments I've ever made in my life. And I've actually been working with her a little off and on since 2021. And it's so funny because you know, I've worked with coaches before that, you know, I like whether it was a fitness coach um, where it's like they would kind of like instruct me to do something or challenge me to do something. And I'd be like, mm, yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, no, that that just doesn't sound right. And, you know, Kendall, obviously she's a business coach, not a fitness coach. But anytime I come over to her and I'm like, eh, I don't really want to do this. This doesn't feel aligned. She has like I've she pushes back, but I push back sometimes too. But she's just one of those mentors that like she just cares too much about your vision to ever let you steer away from it. And like I have had countless times, like countless calls with her where I've wanted to throw in the towel, give up on everything, completely change the trajectory of what I'm doing in my business. And she is just like, okay, but this is your vision. This is what you came in with. And I'm going to challenge that. So Shout out to her. And honestly, if you have anyone in your life like that, whether it's a coach, a mentor, a friend, a partner, go give them the fattest fucking hug today and tell them that you love them because we need people like that in our life. We need people who are willing to challenge us, who are willing to push back when we're trying to push back at them. Because not for nothing, but the friends in your life, the mentors in your life, they should be the people that are challenging you, that are reminding you of what you're capable of, that are reminding you of what your potential is. Like if you're over here complaining about something, you're kind of sitting in this limbo of like, eh, like, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm meant for this. And, you know, or, you know, you're like 
explaining in detail why, like trying to justify why maybe you shouldn't do something and your friends are like, yeah, you know, you're right. Like, I don't know. Like if they're just on your side in that sense, no, those are not your people. Your people should be always defending who you're meant to be, whether it's a partner, a friend, a mentor, whoever is in your corner. So she is one of those people for sure. Um, But this event was amazing. I mean, I've been to places where I'm like surrounded by so many women, but this is different. Like it's a little intimidating when you're in a room full of really successful women and, you know, are expanding in their businesses, whether they just had just made their business six months ago, whether they've had their business for, you know, three years, whatever it is, like it can be intimidating being surrounded by so many women that just like are just as ambitious, have just as big as a vision and you're hearing what they're doing. And it's like, you know, oh my God, I'm playing too small. Like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. Right. But that wasn't the energy this weekend. Like we were there, the purpose of it, I don't even know if I mentioned that, but the purpose of this event was, it was an annual planning event. So going, you know, into 2024, we're sitting there kind of like reflecting on our year that we've had this past year, you know, reflecting on what our goals and intentions are, like what are, you know, maybe the the gaps in our business that we really want to improve on, you know, what is our vision for our clients? What do we want to create for them? What success do we want to bring for them? What do we want to expand on? And it was just so dope being around women that just have such beautiful, big dreams that like, like aren't afraid to share, aren't afraid to go after it. It's like, we're all just, it's literally like 30 of us sitting in a room, just sharing our big ideas and collaborating with each other. So it was a two day event where like the first day was really doing a lot of like mindset work. It was a lot of just reflection and kind of understanding how we might be holding ourselves back and what we are guilty of, right? Like a big one is discounting ourselves. A big one is like discrediting our success, discrediting the work that we do to get where we are and never actually celebrating the small wins around the way. So, you know, we had a couple of speakers, we did a breath work session which if you've ever done breath work, like it is no joke. It is intense. You end up releasing a lot of what you never expected to. That was a whole experience for me. And I'm actually, side note, a big goal of mine is actually doing a somatic breathwork course and becoming a somatic breathwork practitioner. And that I think is going to be a really dope thing to bring to my clientele um, in our sessions together. So I'm excited for that. I'm actually starting that this month. Um, And then day two was all about planning. Like we were diving deep into our annual planning, you know, each quarter, what projects we want to work on, you know, what our vision is, what our goals are, what our revenue goal is. Like it was, I was on fire, but like I, when I tell you I've never been so calm and grounded planning an entire year from January to December. And I owe that all to Kendall. Like I owe it all to having a mentor who like is there to support you, is there to like hear all your ideas, hear all your crazy ideas and just help you paint the picture for what you want. And like, that's just be in that space. Like if you want to be in a position where you are going after these big dreams, like it's going to take investing. It's going to take investing money. It's going to take investing your time and your energy, but it's never not worth it, especially when you're investing in a community like this one. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like uh, there are a lot of business coaches out there. There's a lot of companies out there that aren't as heart centered as this community is. So definitely do your research when you're investing, but this is one of the most amazing investments that I've made. A lot of money went into it, but I wouldn't be here without it. So 
point being is, you know, little old me once would have felt so fucking intimidated being in that room. Like if this was me back in like 2021, I would have been at this event and probably sitting there like face, like beat red, just not really knowing, you know, how to even speak, how to present myself, how to have a conversation. And I probably would have removed myself from the entire thing, gone to the bathroom, locked the door and just sat there and cried. And it's so crazy because like, as I even say this now, like I just remembered very distinct memories of when I've done this. I've done this at parties. I've done this in events. I've done this at networking events. I've done this, you know, any time that I've felt like I did not belong in that room, I would remove myself and I would just feel so emotional and I would just release it and I would hold space for myself. Like little did I know by me doing that, like, yes, I was feeling something and I was, you know, really sitting in a, in a false belief but I held space for myself. Like I've always done that. And, you know, this weekend I was like, wow, like if this was me two years ago, I would not be sitting here confidently sharing my ideas and, you know, hearing other women's ideas and contributing to theirs and like expanding with them and asking them questions. Like it was just so fucking wholesome being in a room like that. But also what it reminded me of is like, damn, I, it's kind of hard. It's been kind of hard for me to really be a girl's girl. And that was one of the biggest things that I think most of us had in common is like, we were never a girl's girl growing up. Like it was hard being friends with girls. And I'm not going to sit here and say I wasn't a girl's girl growing up. Like I had a group of friends in elementary school, middle school that I'm actually still friends with till this day. And, you know, they've never made me feel that way, but somewhere along the line, which this is actually a little bit of some reflection that I have to do. And what I realized this past weekend, I was like, Hmm, little light bulb moment. I still have some healing to do, but somewhere along the line, it became really hard for me to open up to, to girls and just like have a one-on-one friendship. Um, and it was interesting because my boyfriend actually pointed this out to me uh, a few days ago, you know, because I was just kind of expressing something that I that I was feeling. And he was like, you know what, like, like, I understand where where this thought is coming from. I understand where you're coming from. But I also think it's because you haven't had many examples of what a good friend is. So you don't really know how to handle the situation right now. And that hearing that just really hit me because I was like, whoa, like, and I'm not saying that I haven't had good friendships, but I think I've had few and those very few really solid friendships, like, and I'm grateful for those, but I've definitely had some failed friendships that I think have left really big scars. And I'm not saying like, I'm not, or that I'm perfect, but I, I think as females, as women, like when you have a sisterhood wound, that shit is so deep. Like it is really hard to feel safe, to feel like you can be vulnerable around other women, to feel like you can open up. And I think one of the biggest things that aids in me having a hard time, like mind you, like I have a clientele, all of women. I have a women community that I love and I love pouring into. I just hosted a masterclass where, you know, 16 women showed up and I was just pouring into them. Like I love women and I love community. And, but when it comes to one-on-one friendships, like that's where I still struggle a little bit. Like I get a guard up like right away. Like as soon as I feel triggered, as as soon as like I feel quote unquote threatened. And when I say threatened, it's not like they're threatening my life. It's just like my, maybe my ego feels threatened. My heart feels threatened. 
again, like this is something that I'm exploring and I'm very much opening up about this because it's so fresh and it's something that really came up for me this weekend that I realized like, ooh, this is actually coming up for me. But but yeah, it's one of those things where it's hard to trust because when you feel like you've been burned and mind you too, it's like, let's say you grew up and like I have one sister. We don't have the, we don't have like that you know, ideal sister, sister relationship. My mom, like, but I grew up with my mom telling me like, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to, you know, hug you and kiss you and tell you that I love you. Like I'm not that type of mom. She told me that when I was little. So it's like to have that experience with females early on, it makes sense as to why that would be an experience in your adulthood if that isn't healed. So I'm here opening up about a wound that I learned that I realized and recognized like, wow, this is still very much here. And not to say that I don't have great friends. Like I have great friends in my life right now, great sisters that I have in my life right now, but I know I still struggle to fully let them in, to give them my heart because in the past I've given my heart, I've given a lot of myself and it bit me in the ass. Like it bit me in the face. And I think I'm a little afraid to do that again. I'm a little afraid for that to happen again. So it's tough when you feel like you don't have a home around other women or you don't feel like you have a home in your friendships or you don't feel like you have a home when you're in like a sisterhood. And I'm not sure if that 100% makes sense, but I feel like that's how like my my mind can best compartmentalize like how it feels specifically because when I go home like you know when it's like my family together it's hard for me to share things about myself like I don't really talk about myself I don't really talk about what's going on in my life in my immediate household like I I am so closed off and I realize how that's affecting my friendships I realize how that's affecting you know me having the ability to like really create a, a super solid friendship and it's not that I don't want to and it's not that I don't want to hold that space for my my friends but there's a wound there like there's such a block there but what I've learned as well is like you know, so I think this is so common for women is, you know, they feel like they can't trust other, other girls. They can't trust other women. They, you know, they don't have friends. It's hard to make friends. And that's not true. Like, even though I have this wound that I'm still aware of and I'm working through, I know that that is not true, but it's about finding the right community. It's about finding the right sisterhood. And something that I've learned with myself and I've also been, you know, bringing in my programming as well is like when we want to attract a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a relationship, any type of relationship in your life, truly, when we want to attract one that feels safe, that feels like a home, that feels like, you know, what I'm giving to this relationship is exactly what I'm getting back. Meaning like I'm giving love, I'm giving compassion, I'm giving empathy and sympathy and all these things. I'm receiving that right back right? Like you, that's what you want. Like a relationship, like should be expanding you. Like you should be able to give to it and it's giving back to you. You should be able to serve that relationship and it's serving you. That's how I felt this past weekend. Like we were taught, we were reflecting on our business. Like how are we serving our business and how is our business serving us? Same thing happens in your relationships and your friendships. How are you serving this friendship? How are you pouring, you know, into them? How are you watering them and how are they watering you? And that's what I realized like in like any, any friendship that has ended in a way that like made me afraid to ever even go there, ever even have like a really close relationship is like it, that reciprocation was not there fully. It was either a lot of taking or a lot of manipulation, 
And I've had relationships in my life where I've been manipulated and I didn't know at the time until looking back now, literally like looking at it in hindsight. So the thing is like that I'm really like this, this is kind of like a journal entry type of episode today. It's like, it it's not reality. Like that doesn't have to be reality for you to attract what you want into your life, what you want in your relationships. You become that first. How can you become that friend to yourself first? How can you become that partner to yourself first? If you feel like you're not attracting, you know, friends that are honest with you, loyal to you, value you, right? Are you doing that for yourself? Like, do you value yourself? Do you hold your boundaries? Do you stick to your boundaries that you set for yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you pour into yourself? Do you water yourself? Do you hold space for yourself? Are you gracious with yourself? Are you compassionate to yourself, right? Like, it's really a mirror. Like, you you attract what you are. I heard this quote somewhere where it's like, the universe doesn't care about what you want. The universe doesn't give you necessarily like what you're asking for. It gives you what you are. And this shows up, I think, the most in your relationships, the most in, you know, the people that come into your life. And people come into your life to stay. People come into your life to show you a lesson. People come into your life to show you what you, you know, what isn't meant for you, right? Like there's so many lessons that come into any situation, but like if you want to shift the story, if you want to heal this wound that you're not a girl's girl, that you're not safe in a community, that you've never had the experience of having like a true sisterhood, become that sister to yourself, become that friend to yourself, become that partner to yourself. And I'm again, like very much into this journey myself. I'm very much into, you know, practicing being the friend that I want to be, practicing being the partner that I want to be as I flourish, as my relationship flourishes, as my new friendships flourish. And it's such a, it's a, such a process. It's like an ever, and it's never, it's a never ending process truly to learn, you know, where maybe your, your faults are. And that's, I'm really grateful for this weekend, not only for everything that I gained, like my vision for 2024 and my business, but for myself, it was such a mirror for myself to understand how I'm still holding myself back. And how I may be tarnishing isn't necessarily the word, but how I may be, you know, not opening up my heart enough when it comes to the relationships that I really value in my life. And maybe where I feel a little bit of fear towards my relationships because I I have that wound that's still there. So if you took anything from this story from this episode today it's really that if you resonate with this because i feel like a lot of women do a lot of people just we crave community we crave friendship we crave love and safety and home and it's so possible for you it's about finding the right one but it's about becoming that for yourself first and i'm this is an everyday process for me i'm still learning how to be you know, the heart-centered, vulnerable, loving, compassionate person that I want to have in my life, but I need to be that for myself as well so I can also be that for others. And that's kind of what I've ran away from when it comes to, you know, just relationships that have kind of like scared me to open up like that. So I hope this is something that you know, if you resonate with, it kind of gives you that sense of reassurance where it's like people struggle, like you're not alone in that feeling, but there is a way to work through it. And there's a way to heal your heart through those types of wounds and especially sisterhood wounds. And being a girl's girl is so fucking fun when you're around the right crowd. So 
Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please like and share, subscribe. Let me know what you take away from it if this is something that you resonate with. And I'm also interested in doing a little like Q&A episode every so often every month. So if you want to DM me, message me any questions that you have that I can dive into. I'm going to be posting this on my story on Instagram. So follow me on there at Sarah Miranda. I'll put it in the description below as well. Um, but I think that will be so beautiful to just be able to get to know you guys more and be able to speak specifically to what you need to hear, what you want to be able to, to learn about too. So I love you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for always tuning in. So much love for you and I will catch you on the next episode.